When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Tuesday, August 11th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our Tribe beat writer. Uh, Hoynes, do we got anything to talk about today? I, I don't know. Any, anything going on? I Couldn't just be a, a normal off day. Couldn't just be a, a, a day where the Indians and all the reporters relaxed. It had to be uh, yet another Indians pitcher, starting pitcher, uh, found out to have broken protocol in Chicago. Uh, in fact, Mike Clevenger was out with Zach Plesak as we've come to find out and what makes the Clevenger situation even worse is that while police act was basically being you know read the riot act in front of everybody within the Indians organization uh, Clevenger was over in the corner defending him to teammates but then not admitting that he was out with him that night yeah it's not a good look Joe and uh, still not sure how uh, uh, how Mike Clevenger uh, was caught or how the Indians came to uh, to know that he was out with the with the police act, and who knows? Maybe there's two other guys that went out with them. Maybe we'll find that out today. <laughs> but but um, you know, and and from what I've heard, um, you know, the fact that the the coronavirus it takes like 48 hours uh, for you know in, if a person contracts it, it takes 48 hours for the, for that person to become infectious where he's a threat to other people. So the Indians don't believe, you know, um, Clevenger was at that, at that stage Sunday night or on the plane on a charter flight Sunday, later Sunday, um, coming back to Cleveland, but still, um, you know, you know, it's kind of a, it's, it's not a good look. You leave your teammate hanging and, uh, and you, and you're like you said, sitting in the corner. So, you know, one way or the other, um, not not a great uh, weekend in Chicago for the Indians. I mean, on the field it was it was an artistic success, but uh, behind the scenes, not not a very not not a good look. And and Mike Clevenger was one of the players that we had talked to previously, and and had mentioned you know what would happen if if there was a situation where a player broke protocol, and and how would that be handled? Uh, he he came out and said that he thinks that it would be appropriate to handle it within the clubhouse that the the players would do that but at this stage it's it's more than that because this is this is Clevenger basically lying to not only his teammates but the organization uh not only about his whereabouts but the risk of infection 
you're talking about Carlos Carrasco, who, who uh, you know, came back from leukemia last season. You're talking about Mike Barnett, who's 60 years old, sitting on that bench. Uh, there are guys in that traveling party who he exposed if, if he was, was carrying anything with him after that uh, night out in, in Chicago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and this is, I think this is going on throughout the league. I think, you know, guys are going out after games, but the Indians, just the Indians have chosen an interesting path when they find something out, when they find a guy d- did this, they don't hide it. They don't, you know, sweep it under the rug and, and deal with it internally. I mean, they kind of broadcast it out from off to all corners of the, uh, the baseball world. And, uh, you know, and they, they kind of, they, they make an example of the player. And, you know, you would think after three times, Framil Reyes, Plesak, and Clevenger, that the point would be would, would be driven home here. And uh, hopefully it is. Um, and hopefully the season gets played to completion. And, you know, it's all about – right now it's all about winning. It's not about, you know, doing what, what ball players normally do. You know, when they're on the road, go, you know, I, I can't blame Plesak or Clevenger if they wanted to go out and have dinner you know, after, after a game, but you can't do it this year. It, it's just, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's off limits. And if you're not going to, you know, live that way, you know, you're just hurting the ball club. Right. It's, it's basically two months. And if you can't, you know, be disciplined enough for two months to, to order in in your hotel room uh, and, and deal with it, then, you know, maybe the best place for a guy is East Lake or, uh, you know, on the bench. Uh, which is also possibilities. So we don't know what discipline uh, we'll find out later on today. You know, what, if any discipline will come down on Clevenger uh, police act again, because he's got options uh, and he's the number five starter. And there's going to be a period of time here where they don't need a fifth starter. He could very well be optioned to, to Eastlake to, to keep him stretched out and, and ready to come back and start games. Uh, if he's again, tests negative, over the next few days. Um, we did ask our listeners and our readers on subtext uh, in uh, cleveland.com slash subtext to subscribe uh, $3.99 a month to get text messages from, from Hoinsey and myself about the Indians. Uh, as soon as we knew about uh, Clevenger, uh, you know, being isolated, we, we sent it out to our subscribers there. Uh, we got feedback from our, uh, our subscribers on, uh, subtext, and this is what some of them had to say about the the incident. Basically, uh, not just Cle- uh, Police Act, but Clevenger as well. Uh, this from Max and Shaker Heights. Whatever Police Act gets, Clevenger's punishment should be worse. Club did not tell the truth about his role and endangered the team by going on the team plane. At least Police Act owned up to his actions and rode home to Cleveland alone. Uh, and really, what do you think the conversation between? police act and Clevenger was after one of them got caught and one of them didn't. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, but you know, we just, there's, there's a lot we don't know about this, but we do know that they went out together. Um, and my, my question is, Joe, how do the players handle this? How do the you know, the Indians seem intent on letting the players at least make a recommendation on uh, what, if there's a punishment involved and maybe, you know, make that recommendation to, to Frank Kona in the front office. You know, I, I've found in the past, you know, obviously I haven't dealt with a pandemic or the Indians haven't dealt with a pandemic, but you know, this, this isn't college and this isn't high school. It's not little league. It's, you know, performance 
is always first. You, I think you, you don't cut off your nose to spite your face. So I think uh, probably these guys will get fined. And I think they'll, when, when they clear uh, uh, isolation in, in 72 hours, they're both in, in the tank for 72 hours. Um, I, I think they'll be allowed to pitch again. I, I really right. do. I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think they're going to get suspended. And, I, you know, maybe they get optioned. But, I, you know, if you option a guy, he's down for 10 days. You can't bring him back. So, right. um, you know, I think uh, you apologize to the team and uh, you get fined. And uh, I don't know what else there is to do. Well, and beyond that, we talked about yesterday how both – well, particularly Plesak – uh, maybe not to the same degree as Clevenger because he hasn't had – he's been successful, but he hasn't had Plesak's degree of success on the field so far in his outings this year. But it really would mess with your head the next time you're out on the, on the mound. I, I really think getting through the, the mental aspect of this as well, you know, letting down your teammates and, and whatever, whatever's being said to them uh, between now and then or said about him, uh, Clev's always been one to been able to block out any of that noise but this is this is sort of a different animal this is you know you you know you screwed up and and now you're going to be taking heat uh i i gotta imagine it's going to mess with the guy's brain yeah you know and clevenger has an option as well but he's you know he's this is oh, his fourth year in the big leagues so uh you know i think there would be a little more it'd be a little more difficult to uh, send him down than, than it would uh police act yeah but uh you know because it's just because of his service time but uh, uh, it's just uh, – it's an unfortunate situation, and the Indians are going to have to deal with it. And, you know, uh, as Terry Francona said, this is the season of adjustments. Well, they've been dealing with unfortunate situations pretty much all year so far. Here's a uh, text from a subscriber uh, from the Austin, Texas area code. Uh, Typical situation when players put their wants above team needs. Shows they don't care enough. This season is short and not – and it's not that hard to do the right thing for the betterment of the group. Lost respect for them. And I think that's another thing that they're going to have to deal with is, you know, uh, Clevenger had, has, uh, you know, fans in his corner through all sorts of ups and downs, uh, you know, back and forth. And now those same fans got to look at, got to look at Clevenger and, and maybe lose a little respect for him uh, just for making the decision that he made. Of course, we still haven't heard from Clevenger directly about this. So there might be, uh, something that we, we learned in that regard. But right now on its face, it looks pretty bad. You know, it's one thing to walk to walk, but you got to talk to, I mean, talk to talk, Joe. Mm-hmm. And both of those guys, you know, said all the right things about the code of conduct, but you also got to, you know, walk to walk. And, right. and uh, I mean, unfortunately, they walked out of the team hotel, uh, you know, Saturday night in Chicago. Uh, the Youngstown area code texter, is, uh, short and sweet here. They're going to be quarantined. They should be quarantined for 14 days with a guard outside their door. <laughs> uh, again, a little drastic, but yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, there, there, there probably is somebody watching it. Major League Baseball has assigned, not necessarily chaperones, but, you know, guys that are, are monitoring the team hotels here and, and they know when these people are, are coming and going, right? Yeah, that's what, that's how, uh, you know, police was, uh, you know, they saw police coming into the hotel, uh, early Sunday morning and they had formed the Indians and uh, you know, then and the next thing we know, a police act had a car service and a, a guy driving him back to Cleveland. So, uh, you know, I, and 
but you know, there's a lot of un unknown questions. We don't know uh, if somebody you know dropped a dime on Clevenger. I don't know. I, who, right. who knows? But, well, you've um, got Clevenger came forward and told them. Um, I, I don't know. But, that uh, we, that we, would be the ideal scenario is if Clevenger told them himself, but something tells me that wasn't the case. Uh, the the NBA in the in the bubble in the NBA they do have the snitch line in the uh, there where where players can uh, you know report other players doing things they shouldn't be doing within the NBA bubble. Who knows if if there's uh, uh, any sort of snitch line on the in the Indians clubhouse or, or not? Uh, here's a, a text from uh, the three three zero area code. A quarantine and a fine appear to be appropriate. The fine should be larger for Clevenger since he didn't acknowledge that he was with Plesak and flew back with the team. I wonder how teammates feel about Clevenger's actions and would a trade of Clev improve the clubhouse chemistry? Now there's a question. Uh, how do you improve the clubhouse? How did, what does this do to the clubhouse chemistry? Because from every report that we were getting, even after uh, you know, you know, Fran Mills misstep earlier in camp, you know, the, the clubhouse chemistry was, was in a good place. Tito, Tito sounded like, you know, everybody had the same goal in mind and, and we're all the same idea. And, and now we get this over the last couple of days. What is this going to do to clubhouse chemistry? Well, I, you know, I just think it puts, um, it puts the players that followed the rules in such a bad, bad spot because now they have to determine or at least suggest what kind of a punishment their teammates get. You know, at least that's the way the code of conduct was set up. And, uh, you know, that puts guys like Lindor and, and Beaver, who I guess you look at as team leaders, in, in really an awkward position. And, and you know, I don't think it's worth a trade. I, I think to trade now is crazy. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's just a recipe for disaster for me. But, I mean, if, if you know, and I don't think, uh, you, know, this, you know, this this is both guys' first misstep that we know. And uh, I just don't think you break up the best rotation in, in the American League over this. This is something, you know, teams absorb and you move on and, uh, you know, and, you know, you deal with it now and, and uh, hopefully you deal with it to, to a degree where it doesn't happen again. Here's a text from a listener and reader in the 419 area code up in Toledo. I feel real sad about the whole thing. I really thought they were all going to work together to win. I feel I feel betrayed. Right now, I'm so mad I'd trade them, but that isn't the right thing to do either. Uh, a nice fine, maybe. So, uh, you know, and that's that really uh, – the fans have a lot less at stake here than the Indians players who are in that clubhouse who could potentially be exposed, uh, and their families uh, do. Yeah. But, but, yeah, as fans, they, they, they have a right to feel betrayed. They, they thought these guys were – sort of on the right path here and, and to find out that they weren't doing that is it, it there's a, a sense of betrayal there. It, certainly there is, you know, we got this, uh, you know, <laughs> like Joe, we were writing it every day during uh, spring training too. you know, the gung ho attitude they had, they were going to stick together. They were going to turn all these uh, protocols and all these hurdles that they had to clear just to get into the ballpark just to get into the, on the field, wearing masks, getting tested almost daily. They were going to turn that into an advantage that would help them win on the field because the other teams weren't going to be as, as strong as them. And, uh, you know, and the second road trip, you know, bang, you know, two guys get, 
get pinched. So, uh, yeah, fans have a right to be upset. I, I definitely think they do. And like you said, Joe, this, this isn't just two guys breaking curfew. It's, it's guys putting – it's two guys putting the rest of the club at, at risk. And, right. you know, and maybe, maybe, they, maybe they, you know, no, they, they don't test positive. Maybe these, these 17, 72 hours in quarantine, they, they, they're negative and after every, they, they're negative on every test, you know, after that. But that's not the point. It's, the point right. is, you know, you did it. Right. Okay. We got two more, uh, two more texts from subscribers here. Uh, Megan from Powell, Ohio. Uh, she writes, what Clev did is almost worse than police act because he actually got on the plane directly exposing the team, no consideration or thoughts of his teammates. Then we question, uh, th then the question is, was he taking COVID and all the hoops of protection seriously? He needs to sit out for a while and face a fine and to get him to understand the severity of his actions, police act two. Do we know how it was found out about Clev? Did he confess or was he trying to get to get away with it and someone snitched on him as a big fan of sunshine. I'm really miffed at his poor decision to put a, uh, to put a night on the town over his teammates and staff who were being so cautious. Did he even consider cookie? Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting when we, you know, talk to teammates. Uh, Shane Bieber already came out and said, you know, we, we love Zach police but we know he screwed up. Uh, this is even worse because this, this puts, you know, it, guys like Carlos Carrasco directly in the line of fire. Yeah, you know, and Clevenger has already been punished by not being able to start tonight. Right. Uh, you know, and in a short season, you know, I know it's just one start, but in a short season, what are you going to get, Joe? Like 12, 15 starts this year, you think? I, I, yeah, at, at the most, I, I would say Bieber would be in line to start 12 times. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this is, this, this is going to cost him money, perhaps, at the arbitration table. Uh, you know, at the during the winter, uh, so you know it, it just wasn't a smart move. And I'm sure Clevenger, if he's if he's healthy, you know, if he if he doesn't have the virus, I'm sure he he, he could pitch tonight. So right. that is one you know kind of you know the, just a slap on the wrist at least. But and and it and you, you're asking Plutko, you know, Adam Plutko, who you know hasn't started since July 28th, hasn't pitched in the game since August 6th. You know, you put him in a bad spot too. You know, he's he's got. A, is he stretched out now? I mean, well, he, he, you're definitely going to have to have somebody come in. He, he's not going more than five or six innings tonight, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, last one from Bill in Peoria, Arizona. Very tough position for Antonetti and Tito to be in. If you suspend or demote Plesac or Clevenger for any significant period of time, it certainly sends a message about the unacceptability of their behavior. However, it would punish the rest of the team by depriving them of two outstanding pitchers. With the, the near non-existent offense the Tribe has shown so far, the loss of that much pitching for even a relatively short period of time would likely deprive the team of any chance to make the playoffs. Now, I don't know if I would go that far. Um, I would find both of them in a public way, perhaps even give them a short suspension and let them, let, uh, let them cool their heels in Lake County for a week or so. That would probably be enough public shaming. Why should the whole rest of the team and fans suffer for two immature players' sins? So that pretty much sums it up right there. But uh, as far as the options go, it goes beyond really, um, you know, the the pitching situation because you've got Tyler Naquin and Roberto Perez 
uh, ready to or close to being ready to come back off the injured list as well. And you're not going to need Zach Plesac at least until August 22nd. So I think Antonetti sort of tipped his hand a little bit uh, by, by mentioning that and, and saying that, you know, there's a chance maybe within the next day or so that, that Plesac does get optioned down to, to East Lake where he can stay stretched out and uh, they go that 10 days and reactivate him on the 22nd um, for his next yeah. start. Yeah, you could, you could do that. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, the, the uh, texter was talking about, you know, public shaming. Well, this is it right now. Yeah, is... These guys are going through right now. This is, this is, you know, kind of the tip of the spear of the Indians. I think the, the way the Indians are handling this, they're, you know, they're not hiding it. They're not hiding. They're not protecting these the players. They're, they're, you know, letting them out there to kind of swing, you know, like uh, to, to a dangle in the wind here. And uh, that, that in itself is, you know, this is what the Texters are saying. You know, they're disappointed in these guys. So right. I think that goes into the punishment, you know, uh, Clevenger misses a start. Um, you know, if, if, uh, if police gets sent down, you know, that, that's, that's, you know, it's not a, that's a demotion, you know, you can look at it that way. So, and they're both quarantined for 72 hours. So it, it, it if, if you look at that as a, a total package, <clears throat> they're certainly not getting off scot-free. Right. And, you know, like you said, that's, it's all yet to be determined because we don't know if they're, if they did contract the virus while they were out, it's, it's unlikely that they did, but just the, uh, the exposure is what, what this is all about. It's not even about whether or not they contracted it. All right, let's wrap that portion of the show up because it's it just, just making us even more angry as we talk about it. Uh, let's talk about happier things. Carlos Carrasco, or I'm sorry, Carlos Santana, uh, as he sits tied with Tris Speaker right now, as we speak uh, with, what, 857 career walks for the Indians. Uh, that's tied for second place all time uh, on the career leaderboard for the tribe. And that puts him uh, behind Jim Tomey, I believe, the, uh, the franchise leader in, in walks with 1,008. So pretty likely that Carlos Santana will break the tie with Trish Speaker tonight and move into second place all on his own uh, in franchise history. Boy, if you had counted that year that he was uh, was with Philadelphia, and and the number of walks that he had, he'd probably be closer to to Tommy right now. Yeah, definitely. I as much as I like to walk, Joe, I'd like to see him swing the bat a little more. But I know I, this is part of Santana's game. It always has been, uh, you know. And and it's when he's in a slump, it saves him. You know, he's obviously started slowly this year, and. Uh, I hope he starts swinging the bat. I, 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 you know, I like to see guys walk as much as anybody. But I, I want, you know, what is he hitting? Well, like one eighty, one. Yeah, it's one eighty one, I believe. It, his his slash line is one eighty eight. His slash line is ridiculous. He's batting one eighty eight. He's his on base percentage is four fifty one, and his slugging percentage is two fifty. Yeah. So, it's it's totally ridiculous that like his his walk rate is as high as, you know, almost reaching Barry Bonds sort of walk rate from like 2004. Uh, his on-base percentage to be that high means he's walking two to three times a game and, you know, grounding out or flying out half the time as well. 
188 batting average with a 451 on base percentage. He's on base almost half as many times as he goes to the plate. So uh, it's, I mean, it's good, but it's not good enough. Yeah, I mean, if you're hitting leadoff, fine. He's yep. hitting in the middle of the lineup. Swing a bat once in a while. I mean, Tommy had the same, you know, the, Tommy, the people, some critics on Tommy said the same thing. He, he never went outside the strike zone. But, you know, but unfortunately, you know, when Carlos does go outside the strike zone or once does he swing at a pitch through the, you know, first, uh, you know, what are we, 17 games of the season here, you know, he hasn't done a whole lot. So hopefully, you know, this, these walks get him going, improve his eye, improve his swing. But, uh, you know, I, you know, this has always been kind of a, you know, a, a pro and con part of his game. Right. I mean, even if he was just batting 250 right now, just say he was batting 250, his, his OPS would be up over 900. His, his OPS would be 950-something, and you, we wouldn't even be talking about that. But it's just not, not the case. It's, it's a statistical anomaly. It's really ridiculous. But hopefully, like you said, it gets him into a place where he's driving the ball a little more uh, and, and we see something click in the next couple of uh, weeks here. And I think, uh, I think we will. I, I really do. He's too good a hitter to uh, just do this. It, this has always been kind of a uh, – the walk has always been a safety net for him. And uh, hopefully he starts getting a little more out there uh, into the middle of the high wire here and uh, starts uh, getting moving toward the other side like the great Walindas. <laughs> the uh, the last thing I wanted to bring up and just get your thoughts on uh, the idea that was floated out there, a story by the uh, the L.A. Times yesterday that Major League Baseball is considering uh, its options for having a bubble system in place to to play the, the postseason. Uh, expanded postseason this year with 16 teams, but at some point you got to think that the risk of a coronavirus infection might cause the owners to want to play uh, in some sort of controlled environment, uh, similar to what the NBA uh, and the NHL are doing, and they've found success. You know, the NBA and the WNBA have had zero positive tests since uh, they've started playback up uh, in that bubble system. Uh, it was something that Major League Baseball had considered initially, but then moved away from. And now we're seeing the results with St. Louis and the Marlins and positive tests coming out and out outbreaks here and there. Uh, if Major League Baseball wants to get through a complete postseason without uh, having to shut down, uh, what do you think the chances are that they go to a bubble system? Oh, boy, Joe. I, I, you know, what, that's 16 teams, right? I mean, maybe, maybe they would, you know, do the first rounds at, 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 the, at the home ballparks, and, and when you whittle the field down, maybe move to a controlled environment then. I, I, I'm not sure. I think it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, it's a lot of work, and, and it would take, you know, I mean, they have to start doing it now, I would imagine. Start right, they have to for start it now. And, uh, I, it, you know, I, I think all the factors that played into why they didn't do it originally, you know, are still there. There's so many people involved. Uh, but the, the field would be shut down, you know, um, whittled down. It wouldn't be 30 teams. It would be, uh, you know, whatever, 16. or. Well, it, if you did it after the first round, it would be eight teams. So, yeah, and, and, you know, there would be fewer people involved and uh, less games to play. So maybe that is the answer. Well, maybe you do it something like you, you play the, the National League in Houston and you play the American League in uh, Arlington and you, you just keep four teams at each site 
and maybe it's manageable that way. Uh, or you try Arizona, and it, I would think they would want to do it in a place that has a, a stadium with a roof or some sort of controlled environment that way. Uh, but, you know, and maybe Texas isn't the best choice. Who knows? <laughs> Certainly you don't want to go down to Florida uh, at, yeah, at this and, point. Uh, and Texas and uh, Arizona are, are kind of hot spots right now. They have been, so, for the virus. But maybe that'll change. But maybe they're thinking the flu season is coming, you know, in, in October. And uh, <laughs> that combined with the, vi the coronavirus, that maybe they, they, they do need to get into a bubble. All right. Well, we're going to retreat to our bubble. We'll hear from uh, Tito and Chris Antonetti uh, at some point this afternoon and report back to you again tomorrow here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Hoinsey, uh, no, another day, another development, huh? <laughs> hey, it's always something new, Joe. Just uh, not about baseball. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you tomorrow.